Hello, this is your host Shane with Mountain Crypto. Today we're going to talk about the IRS and what is starting to come out that we want to look out for. We're also going to talk about some of the regulation and um, what this could mean for us in a negative and uh, I don't know, I guess a positive way. So with that, hey, this isn't any kind of advice for financial, taxes, legal, any of those things. I am just uh, looking at these things and sharing the information I find with you. So please do your research and rely heavily on uh, those experts should you decide to invest in cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. So there was an article that came out on December the 5th. Um, by Martin Armstrong, and that is on www.armstrongeconomics.com. That's pretty interesting article. Before we go into that, um, I'd like to share with you because it is tax time, and taxes are coming up. And um, my CPA had advised me last year that all I really needed to do was track my Bitcoin and my cryptocurrencies and anything that I sold into U.S. cash would be something that would, you know, be a taxable event. So today on uh, Good Morning Crypto with Ivan on Tech, uh, it's a YouTube channel. You can uh, follow him. He interviewed a uh, tax uh, professional that gave a lot of information on the IRS that was pretty interesting and, um, again, a lot more detail uh, and requirements from the IRS according to what she had to say. A couple things that um, went against what I have been told. Um, she went on to say that um, every time you trade from one crypto to another crypto, that that would create a taxable event. Now, again, I'm not a CPA, I'm not a tax guy, so you'll have to check with your tax professional. But if that's true, um, I was always told and had to understand that the law was a benefit to, you know, you could trade in and out of one crypto to another crypto. So if that creates a, at least in a recordable event or a taxable event, then um, that's going to be a real pain to keep track of all that. So... Um, another reason I'm glad I got out of experimenting with day trading because that's you know what you do you trade in and out of a coin to a stable coin which is still a coin and if that creates a taxable event every time um, that's just an insane amount of of documentation and tracking that most average people cannot handle and again I'm gonna get up on my little footstool here or my soapbox and say that uh, you know the government doesn't want competition for currency and also the banks don't want competition and the big businesses want to run this this game this crypto game that we've been playing and they are starting to really put their foot down from what I'm seeing in the information that is coming out from these meetings uh, these bills that are being proposed these IRS regulations um, the SCE, you know, declarations and all of these things that are coming down from the U.S. are all very negative and um, from an individual perspective. But for a big business that wants to get in here and be a part of this, then uh, I guess it's good news for them. 
uh, as usual. That seems to be the way our government likes to go. So as I mentioned earlier, there's a new line on the IRS form that asks you if you uh, have any type of cryptocurrency, whether you were paid it or you earned it or you mined it or any of those things, they want to know. So you better track it and you better be honest because they are checking all sorts of avenues to um, spy on you and find out what you're doing by looking at social media, by um, you know subpoenaing exchanges, by actually you know there is a record of Bitcoin when it makes transactions and things like that, and they have a lot of money and computing power to track that. So. I have always recommended being honest with uh, doing that, of course, but uh, you should really try to go back and get all the paperwork you can from, from everything that you've done. So moving forward, as I hear these new things come out from the IRS, um, Congress, um, from the different entities, I move accordingly to make my life easier. Okay, so I still want to be involved in cryptocurrency, but I don't want to make my taxes, you know, an impossible nightmare um, because because of the trying to live up to the, the compliance and to whatever regulation they dream up next. So I have talked about buying Bitcoin through um, Coinbase and Coinbase Pro, and I because I was told um, in previous years have always used USDC, which is a coin. And then I, I moved that over to um, Coinbase Pro and I use it to buy Bitcoin or whatever I want when it's, when it's a good price. But now I'm seeing it's probably a much better idea to just keep it in US cash and transfer it over to Coinbase Pro and then buy whatever coin you want in cash uh, with US cash and then um, that way you're not you know trading back and forth and creating this taxable event so if you do that it should be a little easier on your taxes and that's what I'll be doing from now on it's not really what I wanted to do because um, I thought you know it would be so much easier and now it really stops and limits my trading abilities because I would take Bitcoin and maybe you know traded against um, another type of coin just because oh you know ethereum's looking like a good deal and there's a good uh, a good uh, discrepancy between the two and trade you know into ethereum or something but now that creates a taxable event so um, not as desirable for me to trade and have to do all that tracking if that's what you're doing for a living then fine you're going to track it but if you're just doing a little bit here and there your average joe like like I am and you want to trade then it's something to really think about um, the next thing so okay so you don't want to trade from one coin to the other if you trade from one wallet to the other that I am told does not trigger a taxable event so I think that's good because um, I've been using like Celsius wallet so I'll buy some cryptocurrencies on Coinbase and then I'll or Coinbase Pro and then I'll trade them or I'll not trade them I'll I'll transfer them to the Celsius wallet and earn interest. So um, Celsius sends you out an email every time with the interest. So save those. I don't know how good that is for tax purposes, but be sure and save all that because you will have to pay um, 
you'll pay a premium on all those gains, unfortunately. Um, and then you can also write it off, too. So again, you need to get your tax expert, but if you're just holding... Uh, if you're holding a uh, Tezos on Coinbase or Coinbase Pro, well, I think only Coinbase pays the staking. So if you're holding Tezos and it's paying you staking, you will need to save all those um, interest um, reports. So I don't know how they're going to do their paperwork on Coinbase for this tax year coming up, but hopefully they'll break that up and separate it because interest seems to be getting um, taxed um, differently. So you'll want to you'll want to make sure we'll find out how that goes and I'll I'll tell you, you know, when it all, when it's all said and done what my uh what my CPA says. So that's that's it on the tax. Um there's a lot more to it. I recommend you listen to that uh YouTube Ivan uh Ivan on Tech, a Good Morning Crypto, his uh YouTube channel. He's got a really good uh thing on the taxes today. With that, um, there's something else that's pretty interesting. This article that I cited at the beginning from uh, December 5th, he says, uh, this gentleman here uh, is Martin Armstrong. He's, it's his website. He said the risk uh, that Bitcoin uh, and the government could change the definition of Bitcoin um, to money. Now, he says this is what happened to him. He actually was um, buying scrap gold, and he found out that you know pawn shops and stuff like that, they couldn't get enough scrap gold to be able to have it refined and um, be of value. So what he did was he just bought it from all of them, and then he would have plenty to refine. And what happened was they decided to declare him a bank because he had all of this gold. So... Basically, what happened is the IRS declared, he says, the IRS declared me a bank when gold was legalized in 1975 and began treating, trading on, um, on the New York uh, Comex. The New Jersey Senate asked him to write the law on gold to make sure it would not be taxable to buy and sell Bitcoin. And that's what he thought it was because it wasn't, it wasn't money. It was when you've seen all those signs, you know, the we buy gold signs, that was kind of him behind that. Um, so he said he made the market, the shops could ship whatever they bought, and he would buy it at whatever the daily price was. And then he would ship it to refinery at uh, Phillip Brothers, and then he would get these gold bars, you know. So first he was declared a merchant. And then he said, well, gold's not taxable unless it's converted to a usable product. So they said, well, their interpretation was a use was an investment. So, you know, he, the judge was not favorable and um, it, it didn't work out too good for him. <laughs> and then um, he said at the same time, the feds walked in and declared him a bank and said he had to file forms when his clients bought or sold more than 10000 and their interpretation was that gold never formally uh, was declared not to be money in 1971, so I was a bank. They threatened him, saying the fine was 50000 up to the full amount of every transaction I failed to report. And they said even though he didn't realize he was uh, a bank, if he gave him access to all his clients then uh, they would forego uh, the larger part of the fine. So he ended up having to do that. 
and they were going to look at transactions up to um, $10,000 originally, but they ended up looking at transactions of 5000 and then to 3000 and you know they just dug in and got a lot more and they were very threatening to him and this is a you know a reputable person here i'm sure he didn't make this story up <clears throat> so you know here we are now we have bitcoin and the judicial committee of the united states senate is working on bill s1241 which aims to criminalize deliberate concealment of property or control of a financial account that's verbatim out of the bill deliberate concealment or of property or the control of a financial account so this is going to include digital assets and this was pushed by Diane Feinstein who says oh this is to be able to to update money laundering uh, because of terrorist which you know I don't I don't see how she really cares about terrorist she doesn't care about anything else, in my opinion. But anyway, I don't want to get political, even though I just did. Um, so what this could mean is that the miners of Bitcoin would become a bank. And um, the operators of the platform Coinbase were forced by court ruling to notify the IRS of the identity of more than 14,000 investors who were trading $20,000 in Bitcoin. <coughs> now, I also heard that the IRS is going to consider those that use more than $20,000, buy more than $20,000 in an accumulative purchase of Bitcoin are going to be presumed as tax evasion. That's what it says right here in this article, www.armstrongeconomics.com. It was written on the 15th. It was written by Martin Armstrong. So, now that doesn't mean you're guilty of it, even though it says presumed tax evasion. What it means, unfortunately, um, is that you're going to be um, audited. So if you bought more than $20,000 total Bitcoin, um, it looks like that is a real big possibility. So it says, let me read it again. Users were affected if their trading volume had exceeded 20,000 at the beginning of 2013 by the end of 2015, period. So this is not a single transaction, but a cumulative, period. The IRS will now presume, quotation marks, presume tax evasion. This is, and this is him talking in the article, this is what I warned would happen, been there, done that. They can shut down Bitcoin at the bleak of an eye simply by defining anyone who is a minor to be a financial institution. So we'll have to see if that happens. Kind of scary stuff. The bill will change the definition of financial institution in section 53412A, uh, paragraph A of Title 31, United States Code, and the text will read, an exhibitor or redeemer or cashier of prepaid access devices, comma, digital currency or digital exchanger or a digital currency, period. So basically there won't be any anomaly, you know, any uh, anonymous uh, type behavior with Bitcoin and any other cryptocurrencies. So basically this law is going to smash completely the idea of an alternative financial universe uh, separate from the government, according to this article. 
So I hate to be the bearer of, you know, really bad news. This is something I've talked about for a long time. And um, I still think Bitcoin will be there. And it's still going to be. I think it's. I think a lot of people in America are going to get really upset and want to get out of Bitcoin when they see this. Um, I think there's going to be a huge drop in Bitcoin now. I, I would say, a lot of people like me that are very cautious are probably going to try to get out right away before it drops. And as I was looking earlier, I'm not sure what what uh, Bitcoin is going for right now. Seven thousand one hundred. It was almost up to eight thousand, like in the last couple of days. And then I noticed it dropped down today to 74. Now it's back. It's at 71.82. I think this is going to put a little shockwave in the market. I really do. I hate to say it. Um, I think it'll come back around. I think Bitcoin will still be an investment. It's not illegal or anything, but um, it sure puts a damper on it. And it means that, you know, the big businesses, they want to be the players, the banks, uh, the bigger exchanges. Um, if you don't play with them on their exchanges and pay them all their fees and do all the tracking and keep everything on the up and up, you're either going to get um, beat up by the IRS um, or um, you know thrown in jail for something worse if you if you try to hide it. So, yeah, this is a big deal. I think uh, we need to be very careful moving forward. Like I said, for a while I've been just sticking with stuff on Coinbase. Um, you know, it's it's not our fault. It's our government's fault for not giving us good regulation and clear direction. They've been jerking us around now for years. And, you know, this is, this is a type of crap we get from, uh, you know, a bureaucracy government overrun by power hungry, evil people. And, um, unfortunately that's the majority of what we have here. So just like everything else, you just got to be careful, follow the rules and, uh, try to stay out of their crosshairs. So anyway, sorry to bring such a bad note. I guess I'm a little angry. With that, this is your host, Shane, over and out.